0: For Visions of Transformative AI Success By Stephen Burns Cross-posted, from the AI Alignment Forum May contain more technical jargon than usual Heading TLDR When people work towards making a good future in regards to transformative AI, TAI, what's the vision of the future that they have in mind and are working towards? I'll propose, four, caricatured, answers that different people seem to give Vision 1, helper AIs. Vision 2, autonomous AIs. Vision 3, supercharged biological human brains. Vision 4, don't build TAI. For each of these, four, I will go through. The typical assumptions and ideas that these people seem to typically have in mind. Potential causes for concern. Major people, institutions, and research directions associated with this vision. I'll interject a lot of my own opinions throughout, including a suggestion that, on the current margin, the community should be putting more direct effort into technical work towards contingency planning for Vision 2. Oversimplification Warning This document is full of oversimplifications and caricatures. But hopefully, it's a useful starting point for certain purposes. Jargon Warning Lots of jargon. My target audience here is pretty familiar with the AGI safety and alignment literature. But DM me if something is confusing and I'll try to fix it. Heading Vision 1 Helper AIs, AIs doing specifically what humans want them to do. Subheading 1.1 Typical Assumptions and Ideas. By and large, people in this camp have an assumption that TAI will look and act and be trained, much like LLMs, but they'll work better. They also typically have an assumption of slow takeoff, very high compute requirements for powerful AI and relatively few big actors who are training and running AIs, but many more actors using AI through an API. There are two common big-picture stories here. Less common story, Vision 1 is a vision for the long-term future, example. More common story, Vision 1 is a safe way to ultimately get to Vision 2, or somewhere else, that is, future people with helper AIs can help solve technical problems related to AI alignment set up better governance and institutions, or otherwise plan next steps. Subheading. 1.2 Potential Causes for Concern. Here's a list of bullet points. There's a risk that somebody makes an autonomous, vision 2 below, ruthlessly power-seeking AGI. We need to either prevent that, presumably through governance, or hope that humans with AI helpers can defend themselves against such AGI's. I'm pretty strongly pessimistic here, and that is probably my biggest single reason for not buying into this vision. But I'm just one guy, not an expert, and I think reasonable people can disagree. Human bad actors will, presumably, be empowered by AI helpers. Pessimistic take. It's really bad if Vladimir Putin, for example, will have a super smart loyal AI helper. Optimistic take. Well, Vladimir Putin's opponents will also have super smart loyal AI helpers. So maybe that's okay. AI slave society seems kinda bad. Two possible elaborations of that are. AI slave society is in fact bad. Or. Even if AI slave society is not in fact bad, at least some humans will think that it's bad. And then those humans will go try to make Vision 2 autonomous AI happen, whether through advocacy and regulation or by unilateral action. There's no sharp line between the helper AIs of Vision 1 and the truly autonomous AIs of Vision 2. For example, to what extent do the human supervisors really understand what their AI helpers are doing and how? The less the humans understand, the less we can say that the humans are really in control. One issue here is race to the bottom competitive dynamics. If some humans entrust their AIs with more authority to make fast autonomous decisions for complex inscrutable reasons, then those humans will have a competitive advantage over the humans who don't. Thus they will wind up in control of more resources, and in this way, the typical level of human control and supervision may very rapidly drop to zero. Another issue here is that I think people can fool themselves when they try to envision this future. Specifically, it can happen as follows. When you ask yourself a question about AI safety, you say, oh yes, it will be safe because the AIs will be under extremely close human supervision. Then an hour later, you ask yourself a question about AI competition and capabilities, and you say, oh yes, these helper AIs will have all the AI advantages we normally think of, like super high speed of thought, intuitions born of massive experience, learning, scalability, etc. But really those two answers may be mutually inconsistent. Here's a real-life example where I accused somebody of this kind of misleading equivocation. That's the end of the list. Subheading. 1.3 Who is thinking about this? And if this is your vision, what should you be working on? Here's a list of bullet points. Vision 1 is by and large the main vision for people at LLM Labs, OpenAI, Anthropic, Conjecture, along with Paul Cristiano and OpenPhil, and I think the majority of ML-focused safety alignment researchers. Example technical directions include, I claim, most work on interpretability, scalable oversight, process-based supervision, RLHF, etc. Many aspects of contemporary AI governance work is also generally led by people in this camp. Examples. Model evaluations, responsible scaling policies, treaties requiring government approval for sufficiently large training runs, incentivizing safety via liability and antitrust law, etc. Other work motivated by this kind of vision probably includes open agency architecture, comprehensive AI services, Bengio's AI scientists, proof-carrying code, probably inverse reinforcement learning, Stuart Russell, and most other value learning work, along with norm learning, probably, concept extrapolation, aligned AI, and much more. If we imagine AIs doing what humans collectively want, rather than doing what an individual human supervisor wants, Then that gets us into some mechanism design challenges. For more discussion, see, for example, democratic inputs to AI, or Critch's discussion of computational social choice. Above, I mentioned the risk posed by Vision 2, autonomous, ruthlessly power-seeking AGI in an otherwise Vision 1 world. Is it a real risk? Can it be managed? How? This is a major crux of disagreement between different thinkers, see intro of my post here. It would be nice to figure out the answer one way or the other. I haven't seen much work on it. I think there's room for marginal progress here, although we'd probably run into irreducible uncertainty pretty quickly. That's the end of the list. Heading. Vision 2, Autonomous AIs, AIs out in the world, doing whatever they think is best. Subheading. 2.1 Typical Assumptions and Ideas. By and large, people in this camp have an assumption that TAI will be more in the category of humans, animals, and RL agents like AlphaStar. They often talk about AIs that think, figure things out, exhibit plan and foresight, come up with and autonomously implement clever out-of-the-box ways to solve their problems, etc. The AIs are generally assumed to do online learning, aka, continual learning, as they figure out new things about the world, thus getting more and more competent over time without needing new human-provided training data, just as humans themselves do, individually and in groups. Also, a few people in this camp, not me, think that it's very important in this story that the AI has a robotic body. As I mentioned in Vision 1 above, there's no sharp line between the helper AIs of Vision 1 and the truly autonomous AIs of Vision 2. For example, one can imagine a continuum from a sycophantic servant AI that does whatever gets immediate approval from the human, to a parent AI that may ask the human's opinion and care a lot about it, but also be willing to overrule that opinion in favor of what it sees as the human's long-term best interest, to an independent AI that could operate just fine without ever meeting a human in the first place. For clarity, I'll focus discussion on a pretty extreme version of Vision 2. In that case, an important conceptual distinction, as compared to Vision 1, is related to AI goals. In Vision 1, there's a pretty straightforward answer of what the AI is supposed to be trying to do, that is, whatever the human supervisor had in mind, which can be inferred pretty well from some combination of general human data, from which the AI can get context, unspoken assumptions, etc., and talking to the human in question, from which the AI can get details. The implementation side is by no means straightforward, but in Vision 1, you at least basically know what you're hoping for. By contrast, in Vision 2, it's head-scratching to even say what the AI is supposed to be doing. We're expecting the AIs to make lots of decisions where do what the human wants is not actionable, there might be no human around to ask, and or not enough time to ask them, and all the considerations might involve a lot of background knowledge or context that humans don't know and all this may be a weird situation where humans would be very unsure, or even mistaken, about what they would want even if those humans did understand all the context and consequences. Recall, we're generally expecting the AIs to go invent new science and technology, and build their own idiosyncratic concept spaces, etc., and then, in this new world, which is out of distribution relative to all its prior experiences and human data we generally expect the AIs to continue to make lots of high-context decisions on the fly without necessarily checking in with humans, so that's a problem. The paths I've heard of for tackling this problem seem to be a. coherent extrapolated volition, b. ambitious value learning, or c. getting at the deep invariant core of human values through neuroscience rather than through human observation and interactions. The most conceptually straightforward version of C is to start with whole brain emulation WBE of unusually decent and upstanding humans, then make it far more competent via speeding it up, tweaking it, adding more virtual cortical neurons, etc. After all, if it's possible for humans to make decisions we're happy about directly or indirectly, then it's possible in principle for WBEs of those humans to make those same good decisions too and if it's not possible for humans to make good decisions directly or indirectly then we're screwed no matter what another variation on c my favorite involves brain like agi with the better parts of reverse engineered human social instincts more on which in 2.3 below subheading 2.2 potential causes for concern here's a list of bullet points i'm pretty confident that once there are human levelish autonomous ais doing what they think is best The entire future of Earth originating life will rapidly, IMO years not decades, stop being under any, biological, human influence, except insofar as the autonomous AIs are motivated to ask the biological humans for their opinions, or to grant them some protected space etc. Better hope that, what the AIs think is best to do, is also good from a human or moral perspective. This is directly bad insofar as it's possible that the AIs will have, bad, values, either initially, or upon reflection. Self modification, creating successors, etc., and this possibility comprises a single point of failure for everything. This is procedurally bad because most existing humans presumably don't want that. It would sure be nice and democratic if those people could have a say. Relatedly, humans will stop having any ability to contribute to the economy, and humans themselves will live or die depending on the AIs, more specifically, including both via the AIs individual decisions, and the results of competition are coordination dynamics if this is a multipolar scenario. An optimistic hope is that AIs will feel care and compassion towards humans, so we humans will get a good life, tech advances, and so on. This hope would be loosely in analogy to today's situation in regards to infants, retirees, and pets, that is, none of those groups can earn money for themselves, or invent things for themselves, but they can do okay thanks to the fact that other people can do those things and feel care and compassion towards those groups. The pessimistic fear is that AI won't feel care and compassion towards humans. Another concern goes something like, we don't want to be outcompeted. We don't want to be the pets or helpless infants of future AI, subject to the whims of their generosity. See also Stuart Russell's discussions of enfeeblement or concerns about purposelessness. For my part, purposelessness is pretty low on my list of concerns. For example, retirees today generally feel happy and fulfilled, and likewise, many people find joy and meaning from sort of pointless activities like climbing mountains, solving crossword puzzles, sports, etc. Maybe these AIs will be conscious or sentient. Note. Some of this bullet point applies to Vision One as well. That's good insofar as the AIs have good lives. Relatedly, if humans do wind up extinct, I think it would be really bad if we didn't even get the minimal consolation prize of conscious AI successors, Bostroms, Disneyland with no children. On the other hand, that's bad insofar as the ability to instantiate large amounts of conscious minds on big computers is an s-risk. This is my controversial opinion, but I strongly expect future powerful AIs to be conscious ascendant, whether we want that or not. Relatedly, recall that I'm counting whole brain emulation as an example of Vision 2. This is also my controversial opinion, but if we're putting some hope on the welfare of future conscious AIs, I think I want them to have a human-flavoured consciousness, I'd like them to have an innate tendency to care about friendship, compassion, beauty, and so on. This is another reason to hope for either whole brain emulation or brain-like AGI with, some of the, human social instincts. As in Vision 1, there's a risk that somebody, perhaps a careless AI, makes an autonomous ruthlessly power seeking AI, and that this AI outcompetes the AIs that care about humans and friendship and so on. Or in a more gradual version of that, there's a risk that progressively more ruthless AIs outcompete others. We, including the good AIs, need to either prevent that somehow, or defend against it. I mentioned in the Vision 1 version that I was very pessimistic about this genre of concern. But I think in Vision 2 it's not nearly as dire, basically because the good AIs are far more powerful than they would be in Vision 1. Specifically, here in Vision 2, the AIs can do human out-of-the-loop autonomous technological development, self-replication, self-improvement, and so on. So hopefully they would be a better match for the bad AIs and or in a better position to forcefully prevent bad AIs from getting created in the first place. That's the end of the list subheading 2.3 who is thinking about this and if this is your vision what should you be working on here's a list of bullet points me see brain like agi safety my own main research project described in somewhat more detail here is reverse engineering human social instincts i basically posit that human brains involve within lifetime model-based reinforcement learning And the reward function for that system involves innate drives related to friendship, compassion, envy, boredom, and many other things that are core to what make humans human, and core to why I'm happier for there to be future generations of humans rather than future generations of arbitrary minds. Anyway, the research project is. Figure out what that reward function is. We probably don't want to directly copy it into AIs in full detail, but it would probably be a good starting point. If we make AI whose, guts, reward function, overlaps with, the nobler parts of, human innate social drives, then I wouldn't be able to guess what that AI will wind up doing and desiring in any detail. But I'm inclined to feel trust and affinity towards that AI anyway, in a similar way as I feel trust and affinity towards the humans of the next generation, despite likewise not knowing what world they will choose to create, or what they will choose to do with their lives. People working on whole brain emulation are also in this category. And that especially includes Connectomix. Actually, Connectomix is central to both of the previous two bullet points. It's essential for whole brain emulation, and it's extremely helpful for reverse engineering human social instincts. See my Connectomix advocacy post for much more on this. People focused on ambitious value learning, AI or coherent extrapolated volition, CEV, maximizing AI are generally in this camp. I don't think there are many of them, though. Most people in value learning, inverse reinforcement learning are more closely aligned with vision one, that is their value learning, is not sufficiently ambitious to, for example, extrapolate human values into wildly out-of-distribution societal upheavals, transhumanist transitions, etc. But there are exceptions, for example, I believe Orthogonal is trying to work towards a CEV maximizing AI. That said, there's a decent amount of ongoing agent foundations research and this is hopefully laying groundwork that could eventually help with ambitious value learning or CEV, among other things. Eugen Schmidhuber and Rich Sutton are among the AI researchers who expect a successor species AI, but who think that's fine, and thus aren't doing anything in particular to steer that transition, apart from trying to make it happen ASAP. In a similar vein, Robin Hansen frequently talks about both AI as successor species, for example here, and whole brain emulation, age of M. Building secure simulation sandbox AI testing environment seems like probably a great idea in this vision. For details of why I think that, see section 4 here and links therein. It would also be helpful in Vision 1, but a bit less so I think. I think Encultured AI is trying to do something related to that. Whoops, nope, they've pivoted. That's the end of the list. Subheading 2.4 hang on there, Steve, this is your vision this is what you actually want. It's important to distinguish, trying to make this vision happen, from, contingents of planning for this vision. Taking them separately. Should we try to make this vision happen? I have mixed feelings. On the one hand, I really don't like it, some of the issues mentioned above seem really bad, particularly the idea that we're going to make a new intelligent species on the planet, despite most humans not wanting that to happen, and also the thing about, single point of failure. On the other hand, maybe the other options are even worse, or not actually viable options in the first place. I guess my opinion is that this vision is probably going to happen, and perhaps without much notice, years not decades, whether it's a good idea or not. Should we plan for the contingency that this kind of thing will happen? Yes, obviously. Even if you personally really hate this path, we might nevertheless someday find ourselves in the thick of it, so we'd better plan for it and do the best we can. Yeah, but should, we, plan for this contingency? Like, right now? Why not pass the buck to the AI-assisted future humans of Vision 1, as advocated by Paul Cristiano, OpenAI, etc? Or pass the buck to the enhanced humans of Vision 3, as Miri has been recently musing? My answer. Sure, maybe we can try those buck-passing plans, but we also need to be working directly, right now, on contingency planning for a Vision 2 world. Specifically, we can hope to pass the buck to those future Vision 1 or 3 humans, but it may turn out that they'll be only slightly more competent than ourselves, and they'll have less time to work on the problem, and indeed they might not appear on the scene in time to help with the problem at all, for example see here, section 4, final bullet point. Heading. Vision 3. Supercharged biological human brains, via intelligence enhancement or merging with AI. Subheading. 3.1 typical assumptions and ideas. Here's a list of bullet points. Two items of fine print. I am defining this vision as centrally involving actual biological neurons. So that means whole brain emulation is vision 2, above, not vision 3. I'm using the word intelligence as shorthand for a broad array of things that contribute to intellectual progress, creativity, insight, work ethic, experience, communication, scout mindset, and so on. Two stories. Stepping stone story. The supercharged human brains will solve the alignment problem or otherwise figure out how to proceed into one of the other three visions. End state story. The supercharged human brains will become the superintelligent entities of the future, perhaps by merging with AI. That's the end of the list. Subheading. 3.2 Potential causes for concern. The stepping stone story seems unobjectionable to me as far as it goes, but there's an obvious risk that those supercharged human brains will not arrive in time to make any difference for TAI, and or that they will be only modestly more competent than the traditional human brains of today. So if that's the story, it's really something to be done in parallel with other lines of work that tackle the TAI problem more directly my guess is that the limit of enhanced biological intelligence does not get us anywhere close to competitive with the limit of silicon chip ai's speed is still slow neuron count is still limited etc that's fine in the context of the stepping stone story every little bit helps and we were never expecting to be competitive with future tai in the first place but it's a big problem for the end state story if you want brains to reign supreme You need a plan to stop people from making dramatically more competent brainless silicon chip AIs. Relatedly, I am very concerned that merging is one of those things that sounds great, but only if you don't think about it too hard. I haven't seen any plausible way to flesh it out in detail, or else I haven't understood it. Subheading. 3.3 Who is thinking about this? And if this is your vision, what should you be working on? Here's a list of bullet points. Example advocacy pieces include Ray Kurzweil books, Wait But We on Neuralink, Jed McCaleb's We Have to Upgrade, and many more. I think Sam Altman is imagining that Vision 1 helper AIs will be a stepping stone to Vision 3, Merge, see his old blog post. I could be wrong. Miri recently expressed enthusiasm about human intelligence enhancement, but they haven't done anything beyond that, to my knowledge. I think their specific hope is Vision 3 as a stepping stone, and then the more intelligent future humans will figure out what to do about the TAI problem. Work on brain-computer interfaces, BCI, is generally relevant in this vision, including Neuralink, mentioned above, Forest Neurotech, Kernel, and much more. There are ideas floating around about making supercharged human brains by embryo selection, gene therapy in adults, arguably nootropics, and maybe other stuff. I don't know the details. Some aspects of neuroscience, psychology, and connectomics may be relevant here, on the theory that it is probably easier to supercharge a brain, and to interface with it, if you understand how the brain works. That's the end of the list. Heading. Vision 4. Don't build TAI. Subheading. 4.1 Typical Assumptions and Ideas. This camp is an uneasy coalition between don't build TAI ever and don't build TAI yet. Both groups are motivated, at least in part, by a concern that TAI could kill everyone, a concern I share. As the saying goes, the idea here is averting doom by not building the doom machine. The don't build TAI yet subcamp is generally interested in having more time to solve the alignment problem. See here for more nuance about that. The, don't build TAI ever, camp is generally just not really into, high concept sci-fi rigmarole, wherein we transition to a bizarre transhumanist future. Let's stay in the human world and try to make it better, they say. Subheading. for point two: Potential Causes for Concern. Here's a list of bullet points. If the idea is to delay TAI on the margin, I'm all for it, other things equal. Other things are definitely not equal any particular plan or policy would have a whole array of intended and unintended consequences. For example, I have a hot take opinion that many popular proposals purporting to delay TAI on the margin would in fact unintentionally accelerate it. Anyway, if TAI arrives in 17 years instead of 11, or whatever it is, then I say, hooray, we have more time to prepare. But we still need to spend that time creating a different plan for TAI success. So this vision would need to be pursued in parallel with, the real plan, which would be in another category. If the idea is to stop TAI forever, well I think that's crazy. How could we know now what AI policies are going to make sense in 50 years, to say nothing of 50,000 years? Also, I for one think friendly superintelligence would be great, cf. Superintelligent AI is necessary for an amazing future. Moreover, I'm also highly skeptical that stopping TAI forever is feasible, even if we wanted it. Forever is a very, very long time. Forever would require much more than just stopping giant training runs. I think it's probably theoretically possible to run human level AI on a single consumer GPU, if only we knew the right algorithms. So, IMO, we would need to eventually either halt all progress on algorithms. Which means clamping down hard on things like AI publications, neuroscience publications, PyTorch pull requests, etc., or send the police from house to house to confiscate consumer GPUs. This strikes me as so extraordinarily unlikely to happen that arguing about it is just a waste of time. That's the end of the list. Subheading For point three, who is thinking about this? And if this is your vision, what should you be working on? The populist approach. You can try to build a popular movement against TAI, see advocacy organizations like Pause AI, Stop.AI, and many others. The technocrat approach. You can reach out to policymakers, draft legislation, track the global flow of chips, etc. Again, I think various organizations are doing that. I don't know the details. The take matters into my own hands approach you could build a safe powerful Vision 1-ish AI somehow, and then use it to somehow unilaterally pause global R and D, towards TAI. I'm not sure how this is supposed to work in detail, but anyway, this would be the so-called, pivotal act, idea sometimes advocated by Miri. I'm not sure anyone is actually working on this, but if they were, the immediate technical details would presumably overlap a lot with Vision 1. Thanks Seth Hurd, Linda Lintzfors, Charlie Steiner, and Adam Marblestone for critical comments on earlier drafts. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for Less Wrong. It was first published on January 17, 2024. The original text contained seven footnotes which were omitted from the narration. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.